Good morning and welcome to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And this is Pastor Benjamin Davis. We're here talking about debt. Debt. You have to say it. Real sad. Debt. Per clunky. That's because the <laughs> uh, the cartoon that our, our intern artist created is a little stick man carrying a load of debt. <laughs> She does, she's been doing some amazing stuff. I like that. If I you, thought it was really creative. That's right. If you don't follow us on social media, you really should check out our Facebook. We post a prophetic uh, drawing or oh, yeah, they're art great. piece every week with an encouraging word, and they're amazing. Uh, but she also, I kind of requested that this would be a little quirky, uh-huh. and so she made it, and it's awesome. I love it. I know, we have the right picture in your mind. We haven't named that guy yet. What's what's a good name for him? Fred is always my default. Fred. Fred's fine. <laughs> You know, we we should shorten that and just be Ed. Ed. Because all I think about is the hyena from The Lion King. <laughs> Ed. <laughs> and they look at him. I can't mimic that noise because it's basically a maraca inside his head. And but. if you don't have a clue what we're talking about, that's because you haven't been on our Facebook looking right. at the graphics about the, the sermon series. Or you've never seen The Lion King. Or you've never seen... That's, that's right. right. <laughs> okay, so we're, we're, we're on the clock. Let's, let's tackle... The next day on dealing with our debt, mm. this is Proverbs 22, 7. The rich rules over the poor mm. and the borrower is slave to the lender. Mm. Now, uh, this is the only reason that I believe the Lord gets upset about excessive debt. Mm. It is because God does not tolerate his people becoming slaves. Mm. It happened in Egypt. Mm. Uh, and uh, he, I mean, if you look at the plagues that he put on those people to deliver those people from slavery yeah. into freedom of his yeah. children, wow. And then we were slaves to sin. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the price to deliver us mm-hmm. from slavery to sin, that is the cross of Jesus Christ, the nails in his hands, mm-hmm. in his feet, hanging on the cross. Someone said, um, they put a football player on on a cross with ropes mm. just to see how long he could handle it, and it was um, it, everybody was laughing about it because he it's a football player he thought he could handle it just with ropes he could only handle ten minutes and he was crying out begging to get mm. him off there and then and but Jesus hung there for hours yeah. with nails and that's so crazy. so that's the price that God paid. To deliver us from the debt of sin. Okay, wow. so now we're going to go into debt to lenders, and mm. God, it's you're going to have a hard time in Scripture saying thou shall not take debt, mm. but you are going to say God hates the slavery that comes where a borrower is slave mm. to the lender. So mm-hmm. the rich rules over the poor, and the borrower is slave to the lender. Now, here is why. Um, have you ever noticed that the banks always have the nicest buildings in town? <laughs> <laughs> that and the hospitals, because they're doing it with government money, but the banks are using... And then they've got the popcorn machine. <laughs> it's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> I, I had an image of Akbar going off. I, I had Akbar. It's a trap. And so, so, um, so it's, it, you know, that's because of compound mm-hmm. interest and debt enslaves yeah. the borrower. Yeah. Okay. So then, uh, you know, FPU recognizes that and, and says, get out, get out of debt, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. But the deeper issue is, it was God's intention that his people would be filled with the grace mm-hmm. and the wisdom of God mm-hmm. and become the head and not the tail, yeah. the ruler and not the 
uh, and not the slave. The reason being is he wants people to be led and ruled with people by people of grace Mm. and wisdom. That's why the Proverbs say when the righteous are in power, or when a a righteous man's in power, the people rejoice. Mm. But when a wicked man's in power, the people groan. Mm. Okay? So God's intent is to free his people up from their debt of sin and then free them up from their debt of finances and raise them up as the head to be leaders. Um, But the process of overextending our debt causes us to be a slave. So let's just tackle that for just a minute. Mm -hmm. How does the borrower become a slave to the lender? And real practically speaking, how does that work? How does that work? Well, I mean, you really basically, you lose your freedom. Right. If you're asked, you know, maybe, and some people have a hard time with this, but the reality is, is that God uses resources, not just money, Mm -hmm. but resources to help build his kingdom Mm -hmm. where we're at and to have impact on people. So if you are a slave to the lender mm-hmm. or you have unmanageable or crippling debt, when the church calls on its people to accomplish something together, you're not able to participate. Right. And I mean, that's... And it doesn't seem to matter what the income is. Through the, I've been pastoring for over 30 years now. Mm-hmm. And in those 30 years of ministry, I have seen that the income doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Only the debt mm-hmm. on the income is what matters. Mm. So you could take a guy that's making just whatever, you know, mm-hmm. twenty, dollars $30,000 a year supporting his family on it, mm-hmm. and he can give because mm-hmm. he has lived under his means. Mm-hmm. But then I've seen six-figure guys, mm-hmm. they make six figures a year and more, unable mm-hmm. to give because yeah. they're debt loads. Yeah. It's an extraordinary thing yeah. that I've seen through the years. Yeah. And it's because this principle of the borrower's slave to the lender. Yeah. Um, you know, you want to get into the, the it's really practical with the banks too. Mm-hmm. To, to take a, a loan from the bank, you sign your life away. You, yes. You guys bought your house. <laughs> Guesstimate how many papers you signed oh, gosh. To, to borrow money on that house. Man, um, at least 25 or 30, <laughs> if not a little more. <laughs> Well, and I mean, it's just crazy. And they're talking to you the whole time. And our guy, the guy that was there when we were doing it, he said, if you don't pay, you don't stay. He said that after every signature. That's right. I mean, it's, yeah. If you you don't pay, you don't stay. Yeah. I bet he said that 10 times the time we were in there. That's right. And and we're we're not trying to use this podcast to to say, you know, don't take any debt, don't buy a house without debt, none of that. It's more just the, the principles of wisdom. Yeah. That when you go into debt, you are giving authority to the lender yeah. over your family, yeah. over your life, mm-hmm. over your finances. You're you are willingly signing papers, granting mm-hmm. them authority. Yeah, and you know Jesus says it himself. He says you cannot serve two masters. Right, you can't. And mm-hmm. he's talking about the spirit of mammon at that point. And so you know some people who are listening to this podcast, you might be suffering. Under the lordship, I hate to sound this of harsh, debt. but the lordship of mammon, the yeah, lordship yeah. of debt. Mm-hmm. And so there's freedom from that. Take FPU. Take FPU. It, it will teach you to run like That's a right. gazelle from it. That's right. And it's a, you know, it's a process. It's not a, oh, Jesus, take this quick fix type situation. It's not that God's not going to move on your behalf. It's not that he's not going to give you miracles on your behalf um, as you pursue that. But you have to be willing to commit to the process. Because let's be honest, it was a process to get where you are. It's going to be a process to get out. Here's a final thought I want to leave you with. 
Um, most people view getting out of debt like saying to the Lord, Lord, if you'll just give me a windfall like the lottery, <laughs> I get out of debt. And I'll give half of it to the church. And I, and that's right. That's what they do. But what I have seen God do more consistently, I'm saying not saying he can't. I'm yeah. saying what I've seen him more consistently is when it comes time to giving excessively, mm. he will endorse windfalls for giving for kingdom purposes yeah. often. Yeah. But when it comes time to eliminating debt, mm. that is usually a methodical mm-hmm. discipline plotting. of denial of the flesh, <laughs> plotting, discipline, learning yeah. along the way where the spirit will lead you one step mm-hmm. at a time with mm-hmm. the principles that God gives. And so, uh, you know, I've just learned that to be so, mm-hmm. and it's really for our yeah. benefit. Yeah. This is going to sound really cheesy. Oh, boy. But part of the reason, you know, if you know me, you know that I love to cook. Mm-hmm. I love to grill. Yeah. I love to do all this stuff. Yeah. You know, you save a lot of money when you become a really good cook. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, a, if you're in debt, start cooking for yourself That's and right. you're going <laughs> to. So we're going to, uh, let me just close. The rich rules over the poor and the borrower is slave to the lender and the Lord wants you to be the head and not the tail so that you can lead with his grace and his wisdom. Um, you know, trades is a good way to go. Mm-hmm. And it keeps you out of debt for sure. Now, we do see a trend in ministry students saying they're they're taking a mm-hmm. look at the traditional Bible mm-hmm. school saying that math doesn't add up. Mm-hmm. And they're doing more of the... Uh, more actual ministry schools yeah. that are not four-year degree schools yeah. like Bethel College yeah. or Global GSSM or DSSM. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? These schools of ministry. Absolutely. And I think um, apprenticeship is going to become more and more common again mm, because right. of that. Not just because of, you know, most of it is in, a lot of people are like, wow, I see all these people that have these four-year degrees. They're crippled by what they're doing. Mm-hmm, right. You know, people in their 40s and 50s that are still paying on their school loans for oh, when yeah. they were in college. That's and, right. And so uh, a lot of them look at that and they're like, well, I could be apprenticed into something mm-hmm. and not have to pay for that. Right. I'm not going to make very much money while I'm being apprenticed, but I am not going to be picking up mass amounts of debt along yeah. the way. Which goes along with my first mentor up in Washington State. His last conversation with me was... Uh, when someone feels a call to the ministry, I'm no longer sending them away to seminary. Mm-hmm. It, it's not working. Mm-hmm. Instead, he was bringing them under his wing mm-hmm. and apprenticing them mm-hmm. in. And then they'd go to extension and get some classes Absolutely. That, that way. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, let's bring it back then and, and, and talk about the general principle. Owe no one anything except to love each other. Um, and talk about the, the general debt principle. Mm-hmm. How are you guys living? How are you guys? And first of all, how old are you again? Just I'm for 26. people, twenty-six. Twenty-six-year-old. Yep. yep. How are you tackling this subject? Live beneath your means. <laughs> okay. 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 All right. Okay. Okay. No, I mean we did. We we were very poor when we got married. Very poor. It's, I feel like I had less money than you. You might have. We did make. I had less than money I when think, I got married. Um, yeah. So we didn't have debt when we got married. Thank goodness. Um, but I was still in school, and my wife was driving a good distance for work. And I, our first year of marriage, we made somewhere between fifteen and sixteen thousand dollars. <laughs> we were rolling in the dough. Um, but uh, we learned very quickly. Wow, you and especially at that income level, you have to live beneath your means mm. because uh, you know maybe you guys didn't pay attention very well in math class, but compound interest is 
killer. <laughs> It'll get you if you're not careful. And so really the secret is live beneath your means. Now we had to take some loans out for cars and mm-hmm. yeah. uh, eventually a house and everything like that. So it's not that we're completely anti-debt and it's, you know, there's no way that you're going to be able to, at least at our stage of life and our income level, you can't save money for an entire house. Like right. that's not realistic. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, some people have that dream. Good luck to you. Mm-hmm. I pray that you find your six-digit job. I will say that. I will say this, um, and we recommend this for mm-hmm. everyone: take Financial Peace yes. University, yes. and they're going to give you a model about how to avoid the trap mm-hmm. of debt and still get those goals. That's right. Um, and and uh, you know, so so let's not ta- let's not go into everything no. they're going to teach because I want you to take that. No, but but, the, but yeah, but the, it's the principles you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. So the main thing that you know, I took financial peace before it was financial peace. Um, it was before mm-hmm. the class itself actually existed, yeah. but it was still Dave Ramsey's yeah. um, stuff. Mm-hmm. So I had learned those principles and we learned to apply those. Mm-hmm. Now that doesn't mean that we didn't ever get in trouble or we didn't ever mess up with the mm-hmm. stuff that we were doing. But what we learned was, all right, we've got this debt. We can either try to take care of it ourselves mm-hmm. and not do a very good job of it, mm-hmm. or we can lean into God mm-hmm. and let him be the answer for this, mm-hmm. which the reality and simplicity of this is, is that we learned to tithe when we didn't have any money, mm. zero money, negative money. We <laughs> learned how to tithe. Mm. And you guys have this testimony yep. and we have this testimony of, you know, we tithed and even when it didn't look good, God seemed to take care of us. You know, it's a lot easier to learn to tithe when you have no money. It's true. Then, <laughs> then later on, it's true. And maybe we'll close. Here's a good way to close this podcast. So we learned to tithe when mm-hmm. we had no money. You learned to tithe when you mm-hmm. had no money. I know a man that he learned to tithe uh, when after he was successful. Mm-hmm. But if you know anything about the seventies. There was hyperinflation and interest rates went up to 20 some percent and they were adjustable rate loans. And what that means is (laughs) you bought a normal upper middle class home Mm. and it was on an adjustable rate loan. And maybe you started out at whatever, 8% or something. And that sucker went up to 20%. Imagine trying to make the payments on that house. They did away with those. Those those are the government got involved in that eventually said no more of that. Yeah. Uh, for the worst of it, but um, he was going to lose everything. How long did it take for them to scale that? A short I, period of time. That <laughs> in the seventies, it went fast. That's that crazy. was what made that a crisis yeah. era. Okay, there were gas lines too, but and that's what people remember. But the interest rates is what was killer, mm. um, and he was going to lose it all. Mm. And so he was before the Lord. Mm-hmm. He was established, uh, you know, upper middle class mm-hmm. person, and the Lord spoke to him. And said, I want you to tithe your way out of this mess. Mm. Wow. So here he is. His interest rate had gone up to 20% on his house. He was going to lose it all. And his testimony is, I tithed my way out of that mess. Wow. And he's now lives very successfully and and did not collapse underneath that load and overcame his debt. Wow. So that, that really... That's, if there is a one-shot deal, that's mm-hmm. it. Now, that's there's amazing. a lot more wisdom than that, yeah. but really, that would be our silver bullet mm-hmm. to start with. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for joining us today. Abundant Life Church is committed to being a church of home groups. To get involved in a home group, please call our office at 417-881-1532 or visit our website at abundant.us to learn how. 
You can also join us on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. in person or on YouTube for amazing encounters with God.